My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 23rd of January. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. A group of Australian dads are calling for the federal government to fund 12 weeks of paid parental leave for fathers and non-birthing parents. As it currently stands, there's a limit on how much combined paid leave parents can take, meaning when a dad or non-birthing parent takes leave, it reduces the number of weeks the other parent can take. But a group of dads, including Hamish Blake and Red Wiggle Simon Price, are calling for change. The Dads Action Plan for Early Years has launched a campaign to support non-birthing parents of a newborn to take more time away from work. And it's not just doing the hero super dad stuff, taking the kids to swimming or to the playground. It's also about changing nappies and washing the floors. In today's deep dive, I'm going to talk to David Mundy. He's a dad, he's a former AFL player, and he's head of engagement and gender equality at the Mindaroo Foundation, which is pioneering this initiative. But first, Zara, what's making headlines this morning? Australians lost over $24 million to employment scams in 2023. That's an increase of more than $15 million from 2022. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, the ACCC, found that 18 to 44-year-olds are disproportionately affected by employment scams. Things like scam ads promoting side hustles, promising easy money for workers looking for opportunities to earn extra money. ACCC Deputy Chair Katrina Lowe said scammers take advantage of people like students looking for part-time work to supplement their income in the cost of living crisis. Former New South Wales detective Roger Rogerson has died aged 83. Rogerson was dismissed from the police force in the 1980s over corruption allegations, including bribery and ties to organised crime. Rogerson and fellow former detective Glenn McNamara were sentenced to life in prison in 2016 for killing a 20-year-old university student and drug dealer. The cause of Rogerson's death has not been confirmed. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has suspended his presidential campaign. It comes just a week after he came second to Donald Trump in those Iowa caucuses. Yesterday, he went out and said that he would be endorsing Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. Domestically, PM Anthony Albanese said the Australian government would work with whoever wins the presidential election in November. And today's good news, new research from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology has discovered a way to detect and diagnose cancer through blood tests. Cancer tumours shared DNA, which is found in the bloodstream. Newly developed blood tests, which are more sensitive, could help highlight the DNA from tumours to help doctors detect cancer earlier. The tests have so far only been used on mice, but researchers were hopeful the test could, quote, make things visible that previously wouldn't have been. Dave, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, pleasure to be joining you. So you're one of a group of dads calling for a change in the way that we do parental leave here in Australia. I want to get to what those changes you're calling for actually are in a sec, but can you first paint me a picture of how it currently stands for dads and non-birth parents here? Yeah, so currently um, there's a mixture of arrangements um, 
that you know don't provide dads with a, you know an equal opportunity to engage in their child's life, particularly in the early stages of their life. I was a non-birthing parent, and so they find it really difficult to you know meaningfully engage in that time period. And, and you know, research has shown that with the right level of engagement from both parents. Uh, a child has the, the greatest opportunity to really thrive by five. So we're calling for an action to really increase that allowance for fathers um, or for non-birthing parents um, to work in collaboration in conjunction with their partner to provide the best coverage and the best opportunity to engage meaningfully in care and home. Was that your personal experience as a dad? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm a father of three and we've worked our way through these periods. They're now 10, 8 and 6, but my experience was a little bit different to the norm. I was in the AFL system when I had my children and so I had a little bit of time in between you know, training commitments and games and travel and things like that to, yeah. to be able to you know, engage back in the home life but really lacked that sustained period where I could really embed myself uh, into the day-to-day operations of caring for a child and, and running a household and uh, was very much just a ad hoc get home and, and help out where I could um, and my mm. wife certainly took up the brunt of that burden. Okay, so now you're in a position where you're advocating for some change to the way that that system currently operates. What's the key change that you're calling so for? The, well, I guess the key change is the, the policy around parental leave at the moment. We're calling uh, for a federally funded paid parental leave for fathers and non-birthing parents that doesn't detract from the mother's parental leave entitlements. It's economically viable and and so families can choose to use it rather than lose it and it's set up in the way where it's not an economic burden for parents to take paid parental leave and and the entitlements for fathers being increased up to 12 weeks. Do you expect much kind of political opposition to something like this? Um, Well, I guess in all forms of change and all asks for change, there is a level of opposition but so far the... Um, the groundswell of support that we've experienced both through the Dads Alliance uh, group and also the, the nationally Thrive by Five group is that a lot of people, a lot of organisations um, can really see the merit in it and the, the times and the experiences and the op- opportunities and uh, options for fathers have really progressed to the point where um, the policy is, is falling behind and really lacking in that coverage. Uh, do you know if there's any countries overseas that have this? Like, is there a model out there that's inspiring you guys in the way that you're presenting? Yeah, the, the Scandinavian countries are the easiest ones to uh, highlight, I guess, as the best examples of how they do childcare, um, both you know, kindergartens yeah. and uh, daycare centres and things like that, but also paid parental leave. And um, so they're obviously the model that we all aspire to be, recognising that. Their system is a lot different to what we operate in here in Australia, but amongst all OECD countries, um, which Australia is a part of, we we are behind the times and behind the norms, I guess, comparing ourselves to you know, countries of the like in terms of development and where we're at in our progressive state. So, um, yeah, there's a bit of work to do to get back to the norm, but we're excited by the opportunity mm. and the groundswell of support that we've received so far. And you mentioned a couple of times there uh, about early childhood education, and I know that's also part of what uh, your group is calling for. What are the changes that you want to see in that space? Yeah, Thrive by Five has been calling for this uh, for a long time, the Thrive by Five campaign uh, led by Jay Weatherall. But I ask there is a... Um, a a funded universal access to high-quality and affordable early learning system for all children, um, regardless of location Mm. or circumstance. Mm. So 
there are a few bits in that which make that really challenging. And the obvious ones are the the less advantaged socioeconomic areas and the really remote communities, which you know, lack in both services, but also with that high quality aspect that we're really looking for. And um, there's been a call for uh, having that universal access and, and universal um, pay per day um, level implemented through policy. Um, it's going to it's a really big ask, and it's going to be a really big shift. But it will have monumental benefit for both families and children. Um, and another, I guess, another layer in, in that, um, in particular, asking point speaks to another of our Dads Alliance action plan items uh, about educating and encouraging uh, men and males to engage in the early childhood workforce, currently representing about 2 to 3% mm. of that workforce. So it's a multi-layered kind of action That's plan, really interesting. Yeah, um, item, which requires a lot of levers to be put in place, but as I said, has great benefit for us in the future. So I guess if we zoom out a bit here, at the end of the day, what all of the asks are really pushing towards is giving fathers and non-birth parents an equal share of parenting. Beyond the actual legislation, do you think Australian men, perhaps even the Australian community as a whole, need to shift the way that we think about what parenting is and what it looks like? Yeah, I would say there is still um, a shift required, uh, how we think and how we um, idealise particularly what fathering looks like because we, I think we recognise and understand the yeah. unique benefits that a mother brings to that relationship and to that family dynamic. But I think there needs to be an acknowledgement and an understanding that a father also brings a unique benefit. And it's not just doing the hero super dad stuff, getting home from work and taking the kids to swimming or to the playground and engaging in that really um, you know, external fun stuff. But it's also about um, changing nappies and, you know, washing the floors and engaging in that really fundamental, basic um, home care uh, that really gets overlooked uh, when we think about parenting uh, and the stereotypical views of parenting and and who does what um, in the household. What's your advice to prospective fathers? If, if you know, someone has just asked you at a, at a family barbecue and they said, I'm about to have a kid, what's your advice as a father? What would you say? Well, my first thing would be to congratulate them heartily. It's an amazing transition that we that we go through, <laughs> the, the ones of us who are fortunate yeah. enough to, to go through that. But um, almost immediately following that, I'd encourage them to have conversations with people who have gone through it, with um, their work colleagues, with their managers at work in particular, because, again, a lot of the research suggests that, um, you know, new fathers want to take their parental leave rights, even as they stand currently. But... They think their manager will say no and they think that that will put them behind the pecking order for promotions coming up or, you know, career progress. But, you know, people in the management positions are wanting people to ask as well. They want to encourage, which is not having those conversations. So for any prospective fathers out there who are, you know, considering what that looks like for them, uh, I highly encourage them all to, um, you know, speak with their friends, speak with their managers Look up our Dad's Alliance action plan and if they want to be involved in that, it'd be great for them to sign up. Um, but, yeah, the world is the world of opportunity is out there. We're hoping to improve conditions and, and the landscape and what it looks like at the moment, but uh, we need people to come along for the ride. David Mundy, thanks for joining us on The Daily Oz this morning. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Daily Oz. If you learnt something from this episode and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review it. It takes just a few seconds and really helps us get the word out there. 
Just go to our show page and tap on write a review button and there you go. We'll be back again tomorrow, but until then, have a great day. Ready? And this is the Daily Oz. This is the Daily Oz. This is the Daily Oz. Oh, now it makes sense. 